I'll say sweet, 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 swirl and love treats. Uh, I don't know what that meant, but here we are. Hey. Hey, 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 it's me, ha, 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 Harland Williams, and you are on the ha, 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 Harland Highway. I don't know why I'm stuttering, because I'm excited to get right to it. Why would I waste time stuttering? Uh, what a show. We're going to be talking about uh, dental hygiene, brushing your teeth. I got a quick, friendly tip for you to help you through that. Um, the sun. Apparently, NASA has uh, done some uh, new research on the sun. Wait till you hear what they've discovered. It's almost unbelievable. Um, we're going to be talking about a very, very creepy movie villain. Maybe the creepiest, scariest movie villain of all time. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into um, a friend who's not really a friend who drops by and offers me something to buy, if that makes any sense at all. And then lastly, a Hollywood story, a wonderful story, where I got to go and have dinner with two very high-profile Hollywood superstars. Can't wait to tell you about it. It was a lot of fun, but it always is right here on the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was he a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Oh, oh, can we talk? Can we talk? Is that... Can we talk? Can we talk about something really creepy? Check it out. How many of you like your movie monsters and villains and creeps? And you've seen them all. You've seen Hannibal Lecter. You've seen Freddy Krueger. You've seen, uh, you know, an endless lineup of murderers, um, you know, monsters, nightmarish, uh, Michael Myers from Halloween, Freddy Krueger, Friday the 13th, Hannibal Lecter, uh, you know, just all these creepy people, right? Well, there's one guy that some of you might not be aware of who trumps them all. I'm telling you, this guy is by far the creepiest, weirdest, sketchiest guy that will get under your skin so deeply and I'm going to play you a clip of this bad movie cinematic bad guy creeper and then we'll talk about it afterwards but let me fill you in on who it is there was a movie made I think it was back in the late 60s or the early 70s I don't have the exact date probably the late 60s I think there's a movie called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang all right, Dick Van Dyke, and uh, it was about a, he had this crazy car that could fly and float and drive, and incredible. It was a great movie, okay? Really, really good movie. It's almost like a Disney movie, 
a great Disney movie, but it wasn't made by Disney. Like, it's got that family-friendly, fun, adventure appeal. If, if, if you didn't know it wasn't made by Disney, you'd swear it was a Disney movie. It's, it's great. Great entertainment, great songs. And in the movie, there's a couple of kids who go with their dad to this weird, magical kingdom. And it's a great kingdom. The only thing is, the king who runs the kingdom doesn't like children. He doesn't like the way they make noise, the way they play, they cause trouble. And the queen gets upset when she hears kids yelling and playing. So this guy has banned children. And what he's done is he's created this guy. There's this guy in his in, under his rule, and he's called the Child Catcher. And he's this creepy, creepy-looking guy with a pointy nose and a big black top hat and skinny and emaciated and big bulgy eyes with red veins in them. And he just looks like he's got stringy, greasy black hair like seaweed. And he kind of skips steps as he walks. And he's called the child catcher. And his job is to roll around in his wagon around the cobbled stone streets of the kingdom and look for children and capture them and abduct them and take them away. And that's why it's so creepy. At the time this movie was made, um, you know, we weren't really uh, in tune with the whole child abduction, child pervert thing, right? And uh, I won't go on any further. Listen to a clip from the movie, and this is the child catcher. Um, Dick Van Dyke's two kids are hiding out. They've been told not to go outside. Do not leave the basement of the building because they know there's trouble out there. And, uh, well, Dick Van Dyke is off looking for his car. And the kids hear the child catcher dancing down the street. And he's out to get them. Listen to this creepy clip. Listen to his creepy voice. Here we are, children. Come and get your lollipops. Lollipops. Come along, my little ones. Lollipops. Ice cream. Chocolate all free today. Listen. Come along, children. Lollipops. What's that? Children, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. I've lots of lovely goodies for you. Jeremy, you mustn't. Lollipops. And all free today. Cherry pies, cream puffs, ice cream, treacle tarts. Treacle tarts and ice cream and all free. Come along, kitty winkies. Come on, but Jeremy, Trudy said we mustn't get to stay there. Trudy some as well, come on.
is that and if you want to see this guy just uh, go on YouTube and type in shitty bang bang child catcher his face is as creepy and his demeanor and his physicality is as creepy as it sounds and these poor kids are lured out of the basement and they're chasing this guy in his candy wagon and all the uh, concerned citizens come out on their porches and yell don't go children come back children come back and it's too late this guy gets them in his wagon and so here's why it's so uh, offsetting this character because as i said earlier at the time this uh, sweet and innocent movie came out the idea of a child catcher a guy luring children with candies and all this, what, what, you know, it probably happened back in the day, but it wasn't part of the uh, public consciousness. It wasn't part of the public awareness. We still weren't living in a world where on a daily or weekly basis there was an ember alert or there was, uh, there was uh, a child abducted and found, you know, I hate to say it, but butchered and dumped in a field or... You know, I'm not even going to go into all the horrible things some of these pigs do to to, uh, these poor innocent children. And so even though this is a creepy character back in this movie, there's a sense of innocence about it because you're like, yeah, as if a guy like that could really exist, right? And so he was creepy and scary, but now when you hold him up and juxtapose him against what we live in today, you know... 30, 40 years later, where this guy's probably like a hero to some of these pervs out there. I mean, this guy's <laughs> this guy was a fictional uh, character, and now he's probably on Megan's list somewhere. Right? So uh, just, uh, just wanted to, uh, I don't know, throw that out there and... This this kid, this uh, character has always stayed in my consciousness since I was a kid. Because what could be worse than a guy that lures you away with candy and, and takes you away to a dungeon somewhere? So I saw this when I was a little kid. And maybe it was traumatizing or maybe it was fascinating or maybe it was creepy. I don't know. But I, I bet every one of you who's listening, whoever saw Chitty Bang Bang, probably remembers this guy. And uh, it's just, I guess, the reason I'm talking about it, it's funny how times have changed. Where at one point in time, he was like a fictional bad guy, and now he's every concerned citizen's nightmare. So check him out on YouTube, and uh, let's move on. God, I've got the willies. Hi, this is Harlan Williams. 
on the Harland Highway. Are you tired of brushing your teeth three times a day? Is it using up your valuable time? Well, try doing this. Go to the garage and find a hammer and a sharp chisel. Place the chisel along your gum line. Smash it with the end of a hammer and knock your teeth out one by one. Pretty soon you'll just have some nice fresh pink gums and you no longer have to worry about those annoying teeth. Just another friendly tip from me, Harlan Williams, here on the Harlan Highway. Okay, so here's a fun uh, topic that I, I think you guys will like. It's, it's a little bit controversial, but at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of fun. Okay, so hear me out. Um, I read this in USA Today, and I was a little taken aback. What the Hello? What the hell are you? Hello? Hello, my name is Dimitri Olio. I'm selling the ice cream. What are you doing in here, Olio? I'm selling the fresh ice cream. How about a nice raspberry lulu? A what? A raspberry lulu or a hazelnut fun bar. I've got all kinds of ice cream. 455 flavors. No, I'm trying to do a show. Roger, what is he doing here with his little bicycle and his little hat? I'm selling the ice cream. How about a gay time? A what? Gay time. It's a chocolate fudge stick with chocolate coconut shingles. Coconut shingles? Yeah, we got the coconut shingles. Look, guy. The name's Dimitri Olio. I'm selling the ice cream. Look, you can't roll your little trike in here. I'm in the middle of a show, and you, you can't do this. Roger, get him out of here. Don't be whisking my away so quickly. I've got a blueberry blizzy lizzy. A blueberry blizzy lizzy. Uh, turn the music off. Now, you look me right in the eye. And you tell me there's a real ice cream called a blueberry blizzy lizzy. You can't do it, can you? I've got a banana blundy blundy. There's no such thing. Get out of here. Blundy blundy, banana blundy blundy, blueberry blizzy lizzy. I got the hazelnut fun bar raspberry lulu gay time. How about a gay? Get out! Well, the geniuses at NASA have done it again. Yeah, looks like uh, NASA, with some kind of fancy device, has taken a 3D image of the sun. Oh, boy. And guess what? I've seen it. They had it on TV. You're never going to guess this, people, after all the money and all the work. The sun is a big round ball of red. Oh boy, big discovery there. Hey, the sun's red. It looks really hot too. How much did you spend? You know, I just looked up in the sky and pretty much came to the same conclusion for free NASA. NASA. N-A-S-A. National Aeronautical Space Ass. Or whatever it is. So there you go. Big scientific breakthrough. NASA took 3D image of the sun. It's round and it's red. 
tax dollars at work. To find out that the sun is still just a big, fiery star. Oh, 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 oh Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what? what? How did I segue into that? Um, and speaking of big, shining stars, okay, I don't want any flack from any of you, okay, um, on this next story. Because part of my life as a guy who lives in Hollywood and circulates on the Hollywood scene, it's my job, okay? I'm immersed in the Hollywood scene. So naturally... As an actor, as a guy involved in the entertainment industry, I'm going to rub shoulders with people in the same industry, whether they be low-level reality stars or A-list movie stars. I bump into these people, and I don't talk about it very much. Every now and then I talk about it when it's an interesting story, okay? I will talk about it when it's something cool and fun and something that excites me, and I don't want to hear any name-dropping accusations. Because if you go back and listen to all the podcasts, you'll probably find two, maybe three stories of my Hollywood encounters with other celebs because I specifically hate name-droppers, and I don't ever want it to sound like that. But nonetheless, I can't not tell you about this story because it was very exciting for me. And since this podcast is about me sharing with you slices of my life and blah, 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 my experiences, I have to tell you it's not a name drop. It's it's an exciting thing that happened. So here it is. The other night, I got invent, uh, invited to a very uh, small, intimate affair of about six people. Okay, in the Hollywood Hills. I'm not going to tell you where. I'm not giving you addresses. But a friend of mine uh, was having his birthday. And uh, a mutual friend of his, uh, Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore, threw a little birthday party for my buddy. And I was one of the six invited to the little get-together. Um, now I've hung out in and met with Ashton before I've hung out at his house, you know, played tennis through this same guy. So I knew Ashton, I've known Ashton for like six, seven years. Ashton actually punked me once. That's a whole different story. He actually had me on MTV's punk. So I know him, (laughs) believe me, I know him (laughs) and I would not let him, uh, air the episode because I didn't like it. And he wasn't too happy about that, but we got through it. But what I'm really excited about, Ashton's a great guy, wonderful guy. But uh, what I'm really excited about, and this is why I'm telling you the story, so get off my back. It's not a, a name drop. I hope you find this as interesting as I did. I got to meet Demi Moore, or Demi, I'm not, still not sure how to say it, for the first time. Okay. And uh, the event, uh, the party took place up at their house. And uh, this is how whirlwind my life is. (laughs) You're going to like this. I literally was flying home from my fishing trip a few weeks ago. Um, Not even a a week ago, really. And um, I get the the call from my buddy um, 
before I get on the plane from the fishing lodge. So I have my truck parked at uh, the Los Angeles airport. Um, I literally have no time to go home because the party's at like 9 o'clock. My flight gets in at like, you know, quarter to 9. So here I am. I drive from the airport in my fishing clothes pretty much. (laughs) I wind my way up to the Hollywood Hills, and they live out there somewhere pretty obscure, and uh, I make it to their house. And on the way, as I'm going into the gate, there's like five coyotes. Yeah, there's tons of coyotes living in the hills. And I don't know if they're on a, on the hunt or it was like I drove through a National Geographic uh, special. There were, were coyotes crisscrossing in front of my truck, running through the high beams. And it sounded like a pack of hyenas. Bizarre. So anyways, I get up to the house, and uh, I walk in, and everyone's seated around this great big dining room table. You know, oversized table for two people that live in a house, but great for entertaining. And there's Ashton. You know, like I said, I knew Ashton, so I said hi to him. He's got the long hair and the scruffy beard. He's getting ready to do uh, Three Men and a Baby or whatever that new sitcom is he's knocking Charlie Sheen out of the way for. He's looking great. Friendly greeting. Nice to see him. And uh, Demi is not at the table yet. She's uh, out in the kitchen or something, or she's in the bathroom. And uh, so I'm standing around saying hi to my buddy. Happy birthday. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, this is not a name drop. God. But the other people in attendance, it was Ashton Kutcher, me, Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie, my buddy Matt, and his girlfriend, a friend of his who was a girl, and I can't remember her name. And then all of a sudden, in comes Demi Moore. And I got to say, what a delight. Okay, this is why I'm telling you this story, because I want people to know firsthand, you know, you never know if, if uh, celebrities are doorknobs or pricks or egotistical. I mean, from the minute she walked in the room, great energy, humble wonderful, beautiful looking. I do not know how old the woman is. She could pass for a 23-year-old. I'm not kidding. Just immaculate shape, physically in immaculate shape, beautiful skin, beautiful face. We all know those eyes. And uh, couldn't have been friendlier, almost as if it was someone I'd known my whole life. We just started chatting and hitting it off, and I'm showing them my fishing pictures, right? And uh, my buddy's there, and he's got a big grin on his face, and Ashton's sitting beside me, and Shannon Elizabeth, and we're having a great time, and we eat some dinner. And yes, some kind of a chef or caterer brought the food out. What do you expect? They're like a mega power couple. And I'm just sitting there taking it all in. I'm having fun. I'm excited to be there. You know, you got. I got to be honest, there's an excitement to being around people that are kind of uh, at that pinnacle of of, uh, the industry. You know, and I've been around a lot of them, but, uh, you know, Ashton's very current, and Demi's a, uh, you know, in my opinion, she's kind of a bona fide movie star. Even though you kind of don't see her anymore, I think people still get excited when they see her show up in a movie or remember in Charlie's Angels when she popped up and she was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you just... 
she she's got that star status that's ingrained in us because of the movie she's done, you know, like Ghost and uh, what was that one uh, she did with Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson and Striptease and, uh, you know, the uh, St. Elmo's Fire and, you know, on and on and on, right? Um, so there we are. We're having dinner. Uh, I couldn't have found her more charming and beautiful. And then, uh, we retire. Yes, that's right. I said retire. We retire from the dining room and we go out into the living room and there's a fire going. Ashton throws a log on the fire. <laughs> and this house is really cool. It's not too big. It's, it's not like mansion size, but it's definitely a, a cool house. And we sit in this spacious living room, and we sit on the couches, and we, we start to play this game called the Liar Game. And how it works is each person goes around the room, and you have to tell four stories, and one of the stories is a lie. Okay? So you have to figure out which of the four stories is a lie from that person. And then everyone goes around the room and says, like, for example, uh, I could say uh, I robbed a 7-Eleven. I wore one of my sister's dresses to school. I ate 300 pancakes once. And I fell out of a tree when I was four years old. Okay, and out of those four stories, which one is the lie? Now, all, all of those are a lie, but let's say hypothetically I fell out of the tree is a lie. Everyone in the room has to guess, and, uh, you know, we just sat there probably for like an hour and a half, two hours, playing this game. Very fun, very funny, and uh, it's it's just funny to hear uh, people uh, talk about things that have happened in their life, because usually the, the lie um, is mild compared to the three things that you really did do. Because people tend to gravitate towards outlandish stories that happen in their life because they sound so ridiculous. People go, oh, surely, wait a minute, you punched a bear in the nose? Well, that's the lie right there. But as it turns out, this person really punched a bear in the nose. So it was a lot of fun. And I won't tell you who said what because, uh, you know, but uh, some of the stories included someone lighting their farts on fire. (laughs) Um, some of them involve people being in different plays, people uh, doing all kinds of silly things. And so there you go. That was my intimate evening, uh, my buddy Matt's birthday party, uh, shared with uh, Ashton Kutcher, Demi Moore, Shannon Elizabeth, me, Matt, and someone else, and uh, a little slice of life. And like I said, I'm excited by it. I hope you can hear it in my voice. That was fun. As I said, I, I rub shoulders with the celebs and people. You know, you, you do it all the time. But this one was fun. It was a nice little slice of life. It was in a social setting. It wasn't at a big Hollywood how-do-you-do at a party or a mixer or an event. It was just an intimate moment in their home, and uh, great couple, great chemistry, wonderful to see people at their level, just so real, so refreshing, so nice, so hospitable. Uh, I had a great time. So there it is, little slice of Hollywood life. Don't give me any name-dropping things. 
This is probably number four in a whole list, and I know I sound self-conscious about it because I am. I don't like that stuff, but this was a good time. So there you go, and uh, I guess I'll end it right there. What a great way to end it on a uh, fond, fond, fun-filled memory. Um, and speaking of memories, my goodness gracious me, if you want some stand-up comedy memories, um, be sure to check me out at the Parlor Comedy Club in, uh, Seattle, Washington. That will be, uh, August 25th to the 27th. Great comedy club, great facility. You're going to love it if you can uh, get there. It is going to be a blast. Um, so that's August 25th to 27th. Check out harlanwilliams.com. Check out the store. Pick up uh, the things you don't know you don't know. My fabulous book, guaranteed to bring you chuckles. You can write me at harlanwilliams.com or call 888-500-2090. Leave a massage or a message. And that's it, man. That's all we have time for today. You know, I've got to get going. Um, I've got to go hobnob with some big Hollywood A-listers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, feeling hungry for some reason. I wonder why. Maybe I'll go get a big bowl of chicken chow mein or... Ice cream.